right. Hey, what's up, everybody? I got a special uh, guest here tonight on our youth chat. I'm, I'm very excited here. And uh, I don't want to do all the talking, but I'm going to give my man, Rory, an opportunity to introduce himself, let him uh, chat. Uh, we're just going to have some questions. Uh, I'm going to ask him some questions, see what, see what he's doing here in New York City. Uh, but uh, just for you guys here that might be tuning in a little bit sooner rather than later, uh, this will be posted maybe tonight, uh, but if it's not posted tonight, it'll definitely be posted for viewers uh, definitely uh, tomorrow. So be on the lookout for this as well. So we're excited, man. Uh, we're two dudes here. We're, we're battling. We're in the trenches for uh, this generation, for the lost, and uh, for youth ministry especially. And what a great opportunity to have to introduce to you here, Rory. He's going to do some talking, so go ahead, man. Yeah, what's up, youth chat? It's uh, Pastor Rory here from New York City. Uh, I live on uh, Staten Island, which is one of the five boroughs here in the uh, in the city, and it's the best city on the planet. You guys live in the best state in the planet. And for all the other viewers, you already know what it is. You're just not us, and that's okay. But like, uh, so yeah, we're <laughs> we're in New York City, and uh, my wife and I and three kids. We came here roughly a year ago, and uh, we really just been seeing God do some like amazing momentum building things. And then uh, COVID-19 hit, and so that was interesting, and it still is interesting. And so we are, uh, honestly, what, we're four going into five months of just kind of pivoting, as many people have used that word, an entire ministry concept, entire uh, community concept, an entire relationship concept. Um, we love people, and now we have to love them through a screen, which is actually super difficult, but really interesting because... I feel like God's actually opened this whole thing up. So now I'm talking to you and I don't even know you, which is actually super dope. So yeah, we're here in the city. Um, we've got a super diverse uh, group, super diverse church. In fact, I am like one of like four white people in our youth group, which is amazing. And so uh, through everything in this season, God has just been showing himself true and we've been growing closer and tighter and i can't wait just to get back to in person so maybe one day i'll be able to meet you guys in person who knows <laughs> awesome man awesome so here here we go we're gonna uh we're gonna start off here with some questions here for you guys and for for rory so uh i hope this uh this chat this youth chat will be encouraging to you viewers whether you're a youth pastor whether you're a parent maybe a volunteer or just you just checking this out uh and that so we want to we want to start off with he kind of Rory kind of uh, introduced himself and you know what he's been uh, learning but you know my first question for you man is uh, yeah what are you learning uh, during this time yeah um, man uh, people matter people matter I um, not being able to actually link up or utilize. Um, you know, in-person meetings or even just like in-person tactics like parties or movie nights or things like that. Uh, it's kind of interesting to just be um, kind of absent in that, but present in, in the tech. And so like I was, I was telling a lot of people, like we've, we've experienced a lot of stuff with COVID-19 going on. We've experienced a lot of stuff with the racial tension that's been happening. And, mm -hmm. and um, how do you love people through a screen or through a text message? And it's really just enunciated the value of people all the more like actually being present, um, actually being there, showing up even harder. But um, yeah, I, I'm also learning just like how dependent on God I actually am. Like there are mental health stuff. Like even for me, like I was talking 
um, to my students the other day and I said, hey, if you're looking at me to be like the perfect pastoral example, or maybe I have to be perfect in order to be a pastor, like I'm just going to resign now because that's just way too much pressure to put on anybody's head or shoulders. And um, I'm learning that like, whoa, like the routine actually builds a lot of strength. I think, the, but like the truth of it is, is when that routine flips and it flips indefinitely and you lose control, your dependency on God like really shows forth really quick. And so um, it's been humbling and it's been, uh, I don't know, it makes you just hyper aware that you are not enough on your own. Like you, like you need God. So yeah, that's kind of like a, my biggest takeaway so far this season. That's a great word, man. So if you're just tuning in, I have a great guest here, Rory. He had a great word for us right there that, you know, with COVID-19, uh, just, you know, man, we're five months of this now going on, but, you know, loving people, you know, yeah. loving people is where it's at and dependency, you know, dependence on Christ. That's where we have to just humble ourselves, but also to depend on him no matter what you know and and uh this is this is good this is a great segue into our next question we were on uh offline for a little bit just chatting uh, mm. a little bit but uh anyway what are some wins and some losses uh during this time for you yeah i mean some wins like we've been doing some really fun stuff just to stay connected and so uh we went from going live we kind of mirrored our actual in-person services, which were Wednesday and Friday, Wednesday being like a small group and Friday being more of a large group uh, gathering. We'd see like 60, 70 kids come out, but um, mm. we initially mirrored that. So we were going live for like a small group on IG and then um, we were doing like more preaching on Friday nights and, and then we started going live five nights a week. So we did Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Mm. Um, and that was when people weren't tired of it. You know what I mean? So it was like, hey, let me get all the let me get all the lives that I can get while I can get it. And now, like, it's just kind of like, oh, they're live again. So we trimmed back down to um, the two nights a week. But we've been doing some really fun stuff as far as like um, trying to keep the kids and the students uh, engaged. So we did this one thing called the Dope Notes Challenge, mm -hmm. uh, where every service that we had, if you took notes, posted it to your story, we would literally just send pizza like to a winner. We would send pizza to their house for their. Uh, for them and their family. We also parted up, I don't know if you're familiar, Brian, with the guy, um, Jordan over at the GZT. So he does a Generation Z translation account on IG. And so we actually created this uh, collaboration merch line, which link it to the bio on our, our youth account, which if you want to check that out, it's at uh, ICCYTH underscore. Um, and so we just got creative and built this like quarantine, like club quarantine kind of situation. It was really fun. Uh, and so we've had plenty of wins, a lot of dope DMs, a lot of situations mm -hmm. that we've got to talk to. Um, because we realized that maybe we're taking the, the personal connection for granted. So kids were just like really hungry for that personal connection. So we saw a lot of great connections over the screen, but um, I think some of the L's that we took really just kind of land in um, having the grit to keep going, right? Uh, it's not easy to sit in front of a screen and like try to preach or even try to teach or try to like, hey, in the chat, let me know if this makes sense to you smash that heart button 7,000 times like it just doesn't feel good as a pastor like let me just put it out there for anybody that was ever on your like your youth chat or ever will be on this youth chat we don't yeah. like it it's just it's not good and so there's that I think there's some of the kids that 
their parents don't want them IG. They don't really care if they, they don't care mm -hmm. about Instagram live. Um, and, and it really kind of like focuses us in on just like a certain group of kids. And so I'm praying that that group of kids that we did connect with mm -hmm. forms kind of like a new core for the youth that we're going to have when we, you know, kind of get back to being in person, but yeah. It, and just even personally, like mm -hmm. I've had to kind of like really become disciplined about just, mm -hmm. I don't know, mind, body and spirit health. So yeah, I don't know if that helps. No, that's, that's, that's great. I, I mean, this is off the, off the uh, question and stuff like that for you viewers, but, um, you know, you kind of hit on some, uh, some great things like, you know, mind, body, soul, spirit, but, um, you know, with, with your youth group, uh, how, what would you, what would you, uh, gauge as far as like, we were talking before offline a little bit about, you know, just anxiety, uh, yeah. depression, uh, and stuff like yeah. that. How's your youth group? Uh, gauging in all of this? I just think it depends on the day. You know, like I can honestly say, I think every one of my students mm -hmm. uh, at some point during this whole situation has felt some sort of way. And mm -hmm. so have I, you know? And so mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not just, I think people listening need to know this too. Like, it's not just like, oh, he's a happy kid or she's a happy kid or like, like, no, like this is, this is not, this is not typical being locked up in the crib for four months, going on five months, talking about restructuring school to like two days a week, your whole yeah. social structure, your whole educational structure, proms, games, uh, like final productions for our actresses and actors. Like there's been so much of this flip your youth group. And so like having basically your entire personal culture sucked out the, uh, the air duct into outer space and just saying like, hey, we don't know when you're getting this back. The question marks will drive you nuts. And so, um, and we haven't even talked about the adult factors where it's like, hey, how are your finances? How are your kids? How's your wife? Like, are you guys going crazy just because you see each other all day now? Um, but yeah, it's um, every single one has had some sort of situation. And we like, we've, we've experienced a lot of death at our church. Like we had 20 plus people um that actually go to the church i would say maybe 20 and then like we're talking like 45 50 plus that are just connected to the church via like oh my aunt goes to ic's so like pass away mm. and like how do you hug a young adult mm. and console them or pray for them like dude i'm having two o'clock in the morning er like facetimes with kids whose like parents are passing away it's like it's a uh, so it's been crazy it's been, it's been very difficult but i don't think uh I don't think it's for the, for the, for the deficit. I don't think it's for like the detriment. I think, like I said, I think this whole time, I think we're primed for revival transparently. I just think that we are so primed for like this new life that God has to offer us because we're done taking for granted meeting in person. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to youth on, on next week. Like, no, like, you may not have next week. And if, you know, phase two of this thing comes in, like you better get it while it gets good. So, um, yeah, I think I think a lot of the difficulties we're going through adversity builds character. We're going to see a lot of character out of our students, you know. Yeah, that's a great segue into my next question uh, that we'll uh, we'll tackle here is um, is uh, you know uh, ministry uh, ministry moving forward. How how do you see that? Because I think uh, I think that was a great statement that you just said, and I want to reiterate that for uh, for the viewers that are out there. You know, uh, revival and character. That's going yeah. to be so key for
for this generation uh, uh, here in the future because, you know, I believe this generation is full of hopelessness and depression and anxiety. But as Rory just said, uh, you know, with revival and character, God's doing something uh, in this generation to be hungry for him. But anyway, I just want to let Rory talk here about, you know, ministry moving forward. And how do you see that? Yeah, I mean, I've had a bunch of discussions with a bunch of people that I think do it better than me. Um, but long and short of it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't think um, I don't think this is sustainable. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we have to find. I think I think this like this whole mission was actually given to us to be in person when Jesus sent seventy two mm-hmm. people in pairs to be in community and to be in people's house to eat with them and to like celebrate with them laugh and sing with like yeah I think we're supposed to be in person so um, my goal is to be back in person um, but probably something of a hybrid you know Mm -hmm. I think that we're going to uh, we never we never did IG live before but we're going to definitely do it probably gonna open like open up a YouTube uh, Mm -hmm. for like live streaming actual events or actual in-person stuff but, uh, you know, I was talking with our, our kids pastor here at ICC and she's amazing, but mm-hmm. she was just telling me how like she really feels like, and I've been praying about it and thinking about it too, like it's time for the family unit to actually become the first pastors. And mm-hmm. uh, for a long, long time, I think we've really relied on the church as parents uh, mm-hmm. to kind of sustain our children's spiritual growth, our young adult spiritual growth, our students' spiritual growth. And so um, I'm really feeling compelled to equip parents way better. So like, Hey, if you're not going to read the Bible with your kids, or if you don't know how Mm -hmm. to generate some sort of family curriculum, let me give you something. Let me supplement what you're doing, or let me give you everything. And all you have to do is just follow the directions, right? Like this can be like easy Mac for Jesus. Just like, let's just like kind of do it that way. Um, So there's that. But I do feel like as far as ministry is concerned, like I got to be back in person, but it's like really supplementing the family unit, supplying them with curriculum or activities or thoughts or getting creative. So yeah, I don't know if that helps or no, that does, that does help. And uh, do you, do you have any curriculum or any, any family resources that you're working on that you want to share? Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 we use actually in church for both our, our kids and our students, we use a, a grow curriculum. And mm. so I always take grow and I don't use this as like a cookie cutter kind of like, Hey, this is my verbatim thing, but I'll take it and I'll just like shred it, put myself, put what God's talking to me for that moment into that curriculum, which I think parents should do too, right? Like you're building mm. the, the culture of your house you know, and if, and if that house is going to revolve around Jesus, like then dope. So like, you just have to make sure that it, fall, it follows biblical principle, mm-hmm. that you listen to the Holy spirit, that you allow God to like really lead this thing. Um, and you point your kids to Jesus accurately, but with that, so I, before we ever were able to afford like a full blown curriculum, mm-hmm. uh, we used a lot of life church stuff, even elevation church, like they give their stuff away for free. And so you can just Google like life church curriculum and literally you just sign up free free email account like it's all yours and they give you everything even for parents like you could do and i would encourage parents if you're listening like you could do sermon series at your house on your tv like you could you could just take the small groups and turn it into like a family conversation um so i just think i don't think so this is going to sound like 
whatever, right? But I don't think it's 100% on us any longer to, like, to be the creative ones. A lot of times youth pastors are like, hey, go talk to the youth pastor. He understands computers and he's super creative, right? Or go talk to the youth pastor. She's amazing and she'll, like, give you the whole thing. And it's like, no, parents, like, this is now a time for you to choose, right? Choose this day who you're going to serve. And so, like, is your family going to look to you as a spiritual leader like, or is it like mom and dad and then Pastor Rory's kind of like the adopted, you know, other parental spiritual leader. And, um, and so, yeah, I think there's kind of awakening, uh, an awakening happening among parents that I, I speak with where it's like, hey, your kids aren't on live stream. Can I ask you how they're getting, you know, Jesus this week? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. And I just have to be like, hey, my man, like that really matters. You have to have an answer to that question. So uh, that's so good. And again, if you guys are just following along with us here, I think that is so key. I like that dynamic uh, of what Rory just said uh, with family dynamics. And, you know, and I think that, you know, as youth pastors, uh, you know, so-called in our generation that, you know, parents, you know, just want to drop, drop them off so they can technically, you know, babysit. You right. Know? Go have a date night. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's so it's going to be different uh, here in the long run that, you know, families are coming together. Maybe this is one of the reasons why, you know, God, you know, had this pandemic, this COVID-19 to bring families back together. Uh, But I think that's so key uh, for us viewers. If you're just tuning in, just listening to us here. And, uh, you know, first and foremost, you know, we want to be men here, but also family oriented, family vision you know and he just shares some resources for you from elevation from grow uh curriculum uh and that and go online google some stuff and you know start now why wait absolutely you know, uh whether you're a grandparent whether you're an aunt or an uncle uh do you know get around the table uh you know pray together uh yeah. you know that's where uh you know Roy was talking about it. and i think revival too uh will be in the homes you know, be with parents, you know, parents coming back to their daughters and, and, and sons and even aunts and uncles and grandparents as well. So I'm excited. We're both excited uh, for what, you know, for what lies, uh, you know, what lies ahead. So mm-hmm. that's, so thanks, man. Thanks for sharing your heart rate there, man. That was an awesome thing about yeah, man. I think it's important, dude. Like I wouldn't, um, I just want people to know, like, I think we can get wrapped up in Christian culture. Mm. Uh, we start doing like spear rituals, right? So like, we think, we think it's spiritual, but it's a, it's a spear ritual. And like, we do this church thing every week or we do youth, like, well, my kid, my kid was in youth group the whole life. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, man. But like, that doesn't like, that doesn't actually equate to, to depth that the, like we can yeah. be shallow, you know, like we can be mm-hmm. shallow if we want to be and um i don't like swimming in the shallow end of the pool man that's where the kids swim there's pee in there like i want the deep end so <laughs> so yeah yeah so and also two viewers he he, he uh he taught uh the uh in a, in a little uh segment there about foundation and it reminded me you know the story uh of the two builders uh in matthew 7 uh if you if you guys want to uh follow along or you can flip through that uh, sometime later this week, but you know, one viewer or one man built his house on sand. The other one built his house on the foundation of Christ, and that's what we want to portray to you guys today for you viewers is yes. to have that foundation, uh, you know, on Christ.
Christ. You know, sinking sand, that won't last. That's gonna, that's the world. But build that foundation on Christ. That will last. And that's yeah. what we want to portray for you guys today. Even families, kids, students, uh, young yeah. adults that are going to be tuning into this. Build that foundation, uh, you know, on Christ. He, he's the one that will satisfy uh, satisfy you. So thanks, Lord, for sharing that. That's awesome. I like that. Uh, yeah. that great insight, that great wisdom. So anyway, as we uh, are going to wrap up here shortly, uh, I just want to give Rory a couple opportunities. Number one, to pray for the viewers, uh, for, for whoever, but also give him an opportunity. I know that he has a word, uh, but also too, I want him to bring some encouragement uh, here tonight for you viewers, whether, like I said, young adult, youth, parent, volunteer, aunt, uncle, uh, whatever. I want him to uh, just, you know, share maybe a verse, whatever you have, Rory. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to, to keep hope alive. You know, uh, I have talked to a lot of students, young adults, parents who are kind of like going through this thing uh, and whether it's COVID-19 or whether it's the racial injustice, or whether it's political division or whatever it is, maybe you're just confused. I don't know, you know, what my place is in this time. I've lost my sense of purpose. I've, I've heard it all. And um, one thing that I've heard ring true a lot was like, well, Pastor Rory, like, I don't know what's coming. Like, is this the end times or is this like the tribulation or like what's going on here where I feel like I um I just feel like so confused as to what's actually happening and um I want people to remember like the best is yet to come so if you're in Christ Jesus right like the best is yet to come we know what tomorrow brings like we may not know when COVID-19 ends we may not know when racial injustice simmers down we may not know when sexism like is actually ended we may not know when class and all that is is over but we do know that when when Christ's kingdom is actually installed in a new heaven and the new earth that the best will have arrived and so that day hasn't hasn't hit yet so we're not there yet but the best that means just the best is yet to come and so I think about like John 10 10 where it says like hey the the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come so that you could have life and life abundantly. Some people want to say life and life to the fullest. I want to say life and life to like the eternal abundance of living, right? Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for us? I think it's really simple, right? It, it shows us one thing. We can identify who our enemy is, right? We can identify where feelings come from, where fear comes from. We can identify where our hope comes from. And so if, if you feel like someone's stolen anything from you or is trying to kill you or like this has destroyed something, well, guess what? Let's not place like negative ownership on God. Some people are like, hey, well, why would God send a pandemic that is literally stealing, killing, and destroying? And I would say, well, if, if, that, if that's where you think it came from, like, okay, but like, I don't, I don't think that. I think God can use it. I think God can turn all things, right? Mm -hmm. But I would say that, hey, in this moment, let's actually give credit where credit's due. And that's sin. And that's something that we brought into the world. That's something that the enemy is twisting up. And so like, hey, if you're confused in this time, if you're scared in this time, if you're unsettled in this time, okay, well, guess what? That comes from the enemy because, you know, Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life abundantly and so how do we actually live that well i wonder if it's less about us and more about him so many times in this christian walk it's our our church life our our prayer life right like like no 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 no. like yes praying is dope and praying does create depth but it has nothing to do with who you are it has everything to do with who you're interacting with and so the responsibility and the ownership and the credit 
goes to the Father. The credit goes to Jesus. The credit goes to the Holy Spirit. And I would just say, like, are you looking for him? This week especially, my eyes have been opened up to this idea of just like, hey, am I listening? Am I looking or am I looking for these moments where God's actually giving me abundant life, but I'm too caught up left or right to actually see it? And so I just want to, I want you guys to be encouraged that, hey, this thing called a pandemic or whatever it is, right? Um, it's not the end. And frankly, if this is how the world ends, like to live as Christ and to die as gain, his kingdom is coming. I would just say, hey, like, there are only two people in this world, like when, when as far as like, like Jesus is returning, there's the one who's like doped up about it, like super stoked. And then there's a world person that's like terrified by it. And if you find yourself on one side of that coin, cool, right? Like I'm so, I'm so pumped for his kingdom to come because guess what? There's no, pandem there's no pandemic in his kingdom, right? That new heaven, new earth, there's no pandemic. There's no quarantine. It's life and eternal life free. But if you're scared or if you're unsettled with what that kingdom means for you as far as like where you'll be, I would just say, hey, check yourself and have a conversation with God and see if you actually serve him. And if you don't, my friend, like, the best is yet to come, but it's going to be better if you're involved. It's going to be better if you're there. And so don't let yourself be absent from the party. We want you there. Me and Bri, like, wants you specifically at the party. But um, that's, like, that's up to you. So be, be encouraged, but check your heart. Like, see where you stand with God. And, like, it could be another 100 years before Jesus returns. Cool. Mm -hmm. But we're still going to live, like, this thing all the way up. And um, if our time comes when we pass away, we're going, we're going to meet them face to face. And so, and if pandemic is the end of the world, which I don't think it is, <laughs> you know, I just, let me just be yeah. very clear. I don't think it is. Uh, I don't think it's a tribulation. I don't think it's any of that. Right. I like just say, hey, level, level with who you need to level with and God being at the fore, foremost and forefront of that. So, yeah. That's a great word. Just want to reiterate uh, for you viewers, something that you just said right there, you know, are you listening? And it kind of, it kind of reminded me of that Psalm, uh, Psalm 46, 10. You, you might know, you might not, but anywhere where it says, be still and know that I am God, you know, and that's what we have to understand during this time is to be still. Sometimes, uh, folks, it's, it's hard to be still. Are we listening to the vo uh, voices? And for youth or young adults that are out there, there are many voices that are going to try to grab your attention, whether it be, yes, social media, of course, yeah. you know, peers, uh, you got, you know, the alcohol, you got the drug scene, sure. uh, or, you know, let's, let's be honest, folks, youth and young adults, you got, you know, comparison, you know, are you good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, but what it boils down to at the end of the day is as we're here uh, signifying the voice of truth. And we yeah. want you guys to hear the voice of truth. And that's what uh, Roy was just sharing about. Are you listening? Are you listening to the voice of truth or, or are you just scattered? And, yeah. where you, and once you're scattered, he said, that's where the thief comes in to steal, kill and destroy. But I like what he said, having that eternal perspective, that abundant life. Yeah. And to get that is you got to see Christ at the center of all things. And you got to see uh, the viewpoint from his lens of what yeah. he says about, you know, what he says about you through his word and nothing else. You know, it might look good for a moment. That's what the world says. But that will not satisfy you. That will not fill you. The only one's going to fill you up 
is going to be Jesus Christ and what he's done for you and for me. That's right. And, uh, so viewers, that's what it's all about right there is, uh, is that listening, being still, not running after uh, the world's ways, uh, but letting Christ speak to you, letting Christ wash over you. And the only way to do that is through the word of God. So thanks, uh, Rory, for uh, just sharing your heart on that, bringing people uh, encouragement. Uh, you know, and I just, I just love Rory's heart tonight. And I can just sense, you know, I can tell that he's a family man first and foremost was his wife and kids. And, you know, you just hear his heart, uh, folks out there, that he wants to see revival in families. He yeah. wants to see revival in the church, but also, too, um, you know, I, I can sense there was a little bit of a loss. I'm, I'm guilty of it, too, a loss of community, a loss of, you know, as we talked about, wins and some losses. But, you know, just being in, being in person, uh, you know, and, you know, how to reach those ones that don't have uh, Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or Snapchat. Uh, you know, is, is difficult, but just want to encourage you as well that you are not alone on this journey. Right. You, know, you know, we have each other, uh, you know, wherever you might be viewing from, uh, don't fall into temptation. Don't fall into those traps. Uh, be set free uh, tonight. Uh, you know, find yourself community, whether that be online community, somehow, some way, you know, Google uh, you know, Google Rory's church. Uh, share that real quick, Doug, one more time for us. Sure, yeah, we're uh, iccnyc.org is our website, but if you want to, uh, if you're young and you want to get on IG with us, it's uh, iccyth underscore, so iccyouth underscore. Yeah, plug away, you know, check out some of his messages. He's been doing some, uh, you know, some awesome things for the kingdom, and Hey, maybe, uh, you know, maybe you'll get on there, get some merchandise, but also too, depending where you are from, New York City. Uh, if you're in New York City, maybe you'll get yourself a free Domino's pizza. <laughs> Come with it. Come with it. Show up, man. I'm not mad at it. We've given away so much pizza, man. Oh, man. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's the heart, a heart of a, a, heart of a, a young kid, man, loves pizza. Yeah, Absolutely. So, Absolutely. But uh, I'm going to let Rory pray for you guys here as we conclude. It's been an awesome time with my man Rory here from New York City. I just, again, I just appreciate his heart uh, for, for the youth and for the young adults, uh, but most of all, too, for his family. Uh, yeah. and, but uh, anyway, I'm gonna, I want to let you pray, Rory, as we finish up here. For sure. Uh, yeah, go ahead, man. Sure, let's pray. God, we just thank you so much for who you are. You're a good God, you're still in control. None of this surprises you, and so it shouldn't surprise us. You know, God, I just, I just pray right now that you would be glorified in every way possible in this whole situation. God, we just, we just lift up your name. Like, you are good, and you are the only person, the only being that we could ever label that way, God. And so we just humbly come before you and, and throw as much praise as we can in this prayer towards your name. God, we want you to be amplified and glorified and magnified by this chat that we had tonight. God, we pray that wherever the viewers find this, God, that they would have something sown into their heart that would grow into fruit, God, that people would be able to see, as your word says, that we would be known for our fruit. And yeah. so, God, we just pray for that. And so we, we just thank you so much for the chance to be together because it may have not happened in person. We're hours away from each other. Uh, but, God, we just know that there's things in this, this time that we're learning and, and you're setting to us on purpose. And so we want to take that and we want to really run with it. God, we pray for all the parents in the house, all the leaders of their houses, God. We just pray that you would help them get a heart for the culture of their home, 
and not just not just to define it where it is now, but to flip it to where it needs to be in the future, God. And God, if there's overnight changes that need to be made, we just pray that you would help them make them, help them make tough calls. I, I pray, God, that you would help them just uh, take the spiritual growth of their children and their young adults seriously, God. This is not this is not a moment to be missed. And so, God, as this window of opportunity passes, I just pray that these parents uh, and guardians would would really lay hold of it and take control of it and do what they can to point them towards you, as your word says. Like teach them while they're young, and when they're old, they won't grow up. They won't far, they won't grow away from it. And so, God, we just pray that we would see that kind of situation happen for the young adults and students, God and children. We just pray, God, that your word would hold on to them in this moment for their minds, bodies, and spirits. We just pray that you would keep them whole, that you would remove anxiety, that you would bring back hope, that we would see a future where we can actually be in community again. God, I just pray that our students would be, uh, would, would be hungry for your kingdom. And so whatever that looks like moving forward, as far as youth is concerned, I pray that they would lay hold to it and take ownership of it and really run with it. And God, lastly, I want to pray for all the leadership, for all the pastors, youth pastors, young adult pastors, kids pastors, that uh, you would give them the seed of creativity as we look into this hybrid season before we're ever really back in person like that again. God, I just pray that you would give us um, insight, that you would give us community, that you would give us uh, a same team mentality where we're all one kingdom. And so if we have a winning idea, we need to start sharing that business because we're all about the Father's business. And so, God, I just pray that you would help us build that brand, help us to build the brand of your church, God, something that's that's eternal. And, God, I just pray that you would keep their hearts whole, that even though attendance may droop or interaction may droop or engagement and viewership may drop, God, we just pray that uh, you would keep them gritty, that they would be hungry for the next win, even if it feels like a loss, because even for one, we're going to swing that bat, God, for the fence. And so, God, I just pray over this time together, we thank you. I thank you for the chance to be with uh, be with our family, really, God. This this is eternal stuff. This is like, this isn't like we're not going to see each other for the rest of everything. And so, God, I pray for Brian, I pray for his family. I pray that you would move in his life. God bless him because he's he's being creative. He's reaching out. He's, he's looking to build bridges. And, and God, I just pray that you pour out your blessing on him and his family that they would be able to say that it's all your fault that they're crushing it and so god i pray that you would be with us in jesus name amen amen thank you for praying and and again viewers this is my man rory and uh we just love you uh we're praying for you guys as well and uh be on the lookout for this uh for this uh chat here this uh, youth chat it'll be uh posted here uh soon for you all and i uh, hope you guys have a blessed evening and uh until next time, we'll, uh, talk, we'll talk soon. All right, take care, uh, folks.